text for consideration this Thanksgiving day is recorded for us. On your page number three of your service folder will be Psalm 100. Psalm 100 reads, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. I don't think that there has ever been one Thanksgiving celebration that really sticks out more in my mind than any other. They're all pretty similar, aren't they? Uh, people gather together, they, they cook and they eat more food than they could ever possibly consume, and people talk for long, long hours. But there's one part of Thanksgiving that sticks out more than any other part of Thanksgiving for me. The awkward part. The awkward part when everybody goes around the table and each person is singled out and they're forced to say something that they're you're kind of put on the spot, right? I remember a lot of times when I was at the kids' table, I'd look up at my aunts and uncles and my older cousins. They would all go around and say something really profound that they were thankful for, beautiful words. And it would get to me, and, and I'd be lost because all the good ones had been taken, right? I had trouble finding something to be thankful for. Today's world right now is pretty bad. I find that it's hard to make it through a whole newscast because the first story is really depressing about how bad the world is at large right now. And then you get a few little local stories about crimes and murders and abductions here in New York City. And at least for me, I end up changing the channel before you get to the little funny feel-good story at the end that's supposed to bring up your spirits. Right now, it's, it's hard to find things to be. I read an article in the New York Times this past week that was supposed to help all of us have happiness and be thankful this Thanksgiving. The article said, things might not be very, going very well and your day, your Thanksgiving day might not actually turn out very well because there are a lot of things that can go wrong on Thanksgiving. Maybe you have to travel long hours and, and it's, you're going to deal with a lot of people. You might even miss your flight. And if you're staying at home, well, then you're probably cooking a lot of food, and it's going to take a long time, and it might not even work out. It might not taste very good. And to top it all off, you're going to have to deal with your relatives, and it's going to be really hectic. And you're going to have to deal with that crazy uncle and that unsatisfied aunt. It might not go very well on Thanksgiving, the article said. But the article said, it gave some advice. It said, well, you just tell yourself it'll all be fine. Over and over and over again. And eventually you'll believe it. And that's just an empty promise. Because things don't always turn out fine. Police officers say that around the holidays there's an abnormally large amount of domestic phone calls. Because frazzled and jet lagged relatives got together and blew up at each other. And things didn't turn out fine. The psalmists dealt with this a lot. They lived in a world where things were not fine. 
the book of Psalms is set up like a textbook. It's, it's split up into different chapters. And each chapter has a theme. And Psalm 100 comes at the end of this chapter. It's a big conclusion to the chapter. So Psalms 93 to 100 make up this chapter underneath the theme, How will God rule a world that isn't fine, that isn't okay? And the psalmists shout out and they say, The world is so bad, evil people are murdering widows. The most defenseless people in the world. And evil people are slaying orphans. And evil people are ruling this world that we're living in. And they're telling believers that that our Lord is blind. That he doesn't see any of the evil in the world. The world wasn't fine for the psalmists. But the Lord revealed to them who he was. The Lord revealed to them that he is this Lord robed in majesty. And the Lord revealed to them that he is enthroned above any evil rulers in this earth and he sits with powerful cherubim on either side. And the Lord revealed to them throughout these psalms that he sits and he judges the evil world and it shakes and quakes beneath his feet because he is a powerful, good Lord. I think for all of us in our lives, it's easy to just say, that things are going to be fine. And it's easy to say that because uh, we live in a world where we build our lives up with human hands, and we have different tasks and events that can either end in success or end in failure. And if we can just push all of those things underneath this big umbrella statement, it will all be fine, then maybe it will. And we can pull out the things that do turn into success, and we can be thankful for those things, right? But then when things don't go our way, when they fail, then we're left, how the psalmists were talking about all the very bad things in this world. Your God doesn't want, to live, you want you to live in a life where you just survive from day to day, and it's just livable, and you live under this umbrella of uncertainty where you think everything might be fine. But he wants you to thrive and to live in a thankful, happy life where you live underneath this umbrella where everything is already fine. Because your God is so very good that he's taken that statement, it will be fine, and he's changed the tense. He's changed it so that it says, well, it's already fine. All the things in your life, all of the problems or the tasks or the events that could go well or could go poorly, or or every day that could go well like today or could go poorly like today, God has placed that underneath this umbrella and said, well, it's already fine because it's already finished. Because when God sent his son into this world to die on a cross and to place you underneath his umbrella statement of forgiveness, He said, it's already fine. It's already finished. And so terror can can tear this world apart. Or this day could go poorly, but one thing can never change. God can never stop being good. And the psalmist talks all about that today in this psalm. He says, come to worship. Worship the Lord with gladness because he has made you. 
And then he says also, enter his presence with thanksgiving, because the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. And so just as the psalmist shouts for joy to his good Lord, and enters his good Lord's presence with thanksgiving, and praises his good Lord's name, you as well today on this Thanksgiving day, do those same things, because your Lord is so very good. And his love never stops and endures for all time. Amen.